You're listening to Shalise's Podcast. Hey, you guys, welcome to episode 58 of the podcast. I am so glad that you are joining and tuning in today because I have a special treat for this episode. I did a recent Facebook Live in our Path to Purpose group with a couple of amazing world changers, Kelsey Jimenez and Kim Combs. And for today's episode, we are going to be sharing that broadcast with you. It was entitled, Let Jesus Build It. And both Kim and Kelsey have the most amazing story, the most amazing testimony about how they have stepped into their true identity in Christ, how they have learned to live out of this place of union with Jesus and total dependency upon Jesus. And because of that, they are not only now living their purpose, but they are seeing God do the most amazing supernatural things through their lives and through the visions that he has given them to build. Uh, Kim is the founder and CEO, really at this point, of a movement called the One Year, Warrior One Movement, and God has been supernaturally connecting her with people all over the world, and Kelsey is the CEO and founder of Reflect the Dream Acting School. So buckle up and get prepared to be encouraged and to be spoken to through today's episode and through the conversation that I'll be having with Kim and Kelsey. God is not a respecter of people. And whenever we surrender to the call of God on our lives and say yes to following Jesus into our destiny, you begin to live a supernaturally aligned life. Seeking first the kingdom is always the best decision. And I know today's episode is going to encourage you to say yes and surrender to whatever he's speaking to you to do. So enjoy today's episode and we'll see you in the Path to Purpose group in the future. Make sure that you've joined on Facebook. We're live. It is Facebook Live Tuesday, and I am so excited today to have you guys watching because we have two of my very favorite people on the whole planet, the beautiful Kim Combs and the beautiful Kelsey Jimenez. I'm cracking up because last night on my Emerge coaching call, Kelsey, someone thought you were my daughter. And they were like, oh, you're so proud of your daughter. And I was like, my daughter, what did my daughter do? I was thinking back, did I post something on Facebook? And then finally it clicked. I was like, oh, they're talking about Kelsey. And I said, no, Kelsey's not my daughter. She's actually my sister-in-law, but I'll take it. She's young enough to be my daughter. So anyway, two amazing world changers here today, Kim and Kelsey. So Kim, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell everybody where you're from and just say hi. Hi, all. I'm Kim Combs and I'm from Michigan. It is very, very snowy where I live. Mm -hmm. And... um, Gosh, well, I met Shalise two Octobers ago and jumped right into Emerge and then really didn't take a breath and followed it up with the focus program that I'm in now. And I don't know, it's just been a wild, crazy, crazy ride. So such an adventure, Kim, and it has been so glorious to watch everything that Jesus has done in you and through you. I am, it's really, I mean, I just get giddy when I think about what, how God is touching people all over the world through your life now. And then Kelsey, good morning. And my sister. Yeah. So let's talk about how we got, we got our little thing going here. All right. Well, okay. So I'm Kelsey Jimenez and I live out uh, just outside of St. Louis, Missouri. And I am the founder and CEO of Reflect the Dream School of Acting. I know I have received my promotion from God for sure with that title. And so how I got connected with Focus and with Shalise is 
I mean, now I can sit back and, and realize it was all just God putting the pieces together. But, you know, Shalise and I, we got together at our husband's uh, grandpa's funeral. And I felt like I just had to talk to you, Shalise. I, I didn't quite know what you did. I knew you worked in ministry. I really thought that you were still working at Prayer Mountain. And I, so I didn't even know how you had evolved. Yeah, she thought and, I was still pastoring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still pastoring. Mm-hmm. And I just really felt like the Lord telling me, like, I need to talk to you. And sure enough, I shared with Shalise that I was, you know, teaching private one-on-one acting classes. And she just like poured into me the focus program. And, you know, you heard from the Holy Spirit and it just all a whirlwind. Like I will never forget just sitting at the table and Shalise is just showing me the the focus model and the sales mm-hmm. funnel and what I could do. And then before I know it, you're just plugging me in and signing me up. And I didn't really know what to expect, but I, I guess when you mentioned how I can really launch this business and I, I really felt like Shalise, you were speaking to my heart because my desires to run and own my own acting school was really a dream that I protected and didn't share with a lot of people because I never saw it that it was going to come true. And you just saw right through it and you just believed in me and And here I am now over a year later and I am living my dream come true. It is all happening. I truly am. I truly am his dream come true. It's, it's more than I've expected and it just gets better and better every day. And I, I truly mean that. Yeah, that's awesome. Kelsey. It's been so wonderful just to see you guys blossom. And I wanted to start today because, you know, it's really easy when someone's watching this right now and that, you know, both of you are at the place where you're launching, where you're doing your purpose. Mm -hmm. And it is really easy for people that are watching today that have yet to make that leap. Maybe they're working in a corporate job or maybe they're laid off or maybe, maybe they've tried and failed, you know, several times. It's really hard, you know, sometimes for people to relate like, oh, that could be me too. But I want to take a minute and I just kind of want to take a step back to, really where you were in your relationship with God, where you were in your relationship with yourself. Okay. And, you know, prior to, um, you know, stepping into working with me and, you know, taking that leap of faith. So Kim, why don't you start? Cause I still remember talking to you two Octobers ago. Like it was yesterday. I can't even believe it's been two years. I know it's crazy. So I always had a good relationship. I thought with God, um, I can remember sitting in our church and having them talk about our relationship with the Holy Spirit and they were focusing on the Holy Spirit, which I just remember sitting there like, I don't even think I know like what the Holy Spirit is. Like, I I don't even, I just didn't have a connection there. And um, I always felt like, I don't know. I always felt like there was something more. I was in sales my entire life and my mom got sick. And that really kind of leapfrogged me into recognizing there's so much more. And I, I kind of like knew, um, I don't know. I just knew I, I knew that he's been putting these things in me, right? Like he, he's been teaching me about health and wellness and he's taught me about sales and marketing and he's taught me about leadership and he's taught me all these different things. And I was kind of like at this point where I'm like, not bored. Bored's probably not the right thing to say. Cause I was definitely in a super lucrative doing really well space, probably in the best place, honestly, in my life, but I just didn't feel fulfilled. And I just didn't feel like I knew there was more. I knew I wasn't where I was supposed to be. I always wondered like, what am I here for? What what did he, what did he make me for? I mean, my mom did teach me that, you know, there's something special that he puts inside of each of us that we're called to do. And I had no idea what it was. And I mean, I just kept going through these places and like I sold, I said, I sold health and wellness. So it was something that you couldn't really t- touch, but I was able to help a lot of people get healthy, which I absolutely loved. And then I stepped into sales and marketing and selling broadcast media. And again, it was something you really couldn't touch, um, but it was helping businesses grow, but it wasn't helping like that one-on-one side of it. And I don't know, I'll never forget. I was walking around this trap talking to my cousin and he was going through this big life change and I was kind of coaching him on it. And he goes, man, you should be a life coach. And I was like, I I think that's what I'm going to do. Like, I think I'm going to quit my job and I think that's what I'm going to do. And fast forward a year and a half or actually two and a half years later. And that is what I'm doing. It's definitely not the way I thought it would be. And I mean, I searched high and low, like 
I found you actually just through Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, you, it was through an ad and asking if I wanted to have a mindset coach. And I was like, yeah, here I'm in my brain speaking out loud and talking out loud that I'm going to be some kind of coach. And I don't really know what that looks like. Is it health? Is it wellness? Is it spiritual? Is it, I don't know what it is. And so when you sent that out about having a mindset coach, I was like, sure, why not? That would be cool. Let me take that. Let me take that trial and see what that's all about. And I always knew like how powerful your mind was. I mean, in gymnastics, we always visualize things and in sales, I would visualize things. And I would always talk to myself. (laughs) I I look at the things that I did now and I'm like, oh, those were all kind of like spiritual things, but in the, in the real world, right. In the real world, in the living world. Anyway. um, So after when I jumped on that first call with Tiffany, she said, do you mind if we pray? And I was like, yeah, that'd be awesome. I had absolutely no idea that it was going to be spirit led mm-hmm. and from there. It just absolutely snowballed to, um, you speaking life over me. I mean, I'll never forget graduating and you saying you're a transformation coach. Like, what? how do you not understand that? And I'm like, I don't know. I guess I just didn't understand that. Like, I know I want to help people transition from one place to the next if it's health and wellness or if, and then my mom had passed, which really gave me that, um, that ability to just jump, to just pull the string and say, you know what, I'm done with corporate America. It really is time to um, give back, to really pour more into people, to take everything that he's given me and give it back. Uh Uh And again, I didn't really know what in the heck that looked like. I um, had written a small book of like things that have happened in my life. And so I came to you for that. And Uh lo and behold, (laughs) Like, we are. Here, we are here we are launching warriors and praying with people around the world and yeah, yeah. yeah. nothing like I thought it would look like yeah well, what you helped me meet the Holy Spirit I mean you helped me listen to the Holy Spirit you really helped me connect the dot that the Holy Spirit is it's her intuition it's it's what's inside of us who guides us and you just helped me realize I'm one with Christ and see myself more the way God sees me. And I don't know, I could talk for hours, but well, you know, I still remember, which is crazy because I wasn't thinking about this. We got on here and I love the Holy spirit because when we get on those breakthrough calls, I never know, you know, what God has. And, you know, I probably told you, I tell everybody, you know, I I get the privilege of working in the DMV of heaven and everybody's like, Ooh, the DMV, but the DMV is a great place in heaven because you basically get to see people for who they really are and then just give them a license and be like, Hey, go be you. And I remember, do you remember, I know you remember that you had lost your wedding ring. Oh, remember. (laughs) And we were talking about how you had lost your wedding ring. And I don't know, just by the Holy spirit, I said, you guys just need to, to agree. You and your husband need to agree. You need to grab hands, pray and agree. And anyway, like in a day later or something, the ring showed up in the most unlikely place, but here's what was so powerful. I mean, obviously it's powerful that you found your wedding ring, but I knew from the moment I met you, Kim, that you had, you and your husband actually had, and we've even done that multiple times. We've seen multiple breakthroughs in prayer. I knew there was such a strong gifting and call of God on your life to agree with God. And that the power of agreement, and I knew there was this prayer thing on you, and I knew that you were going to see unbelievable miracles happen in people's lives just because you agreed. You agreed with God, you agreed with the gospel, you agreed with the truth, and you knew the authority that you have in your union with Jesus. And so that very first manifestation of that answered prayer to me was so, and and the Holy Spirit's bringing it back to me because it's even how exciting as things are going for you right now and how, you know, and we'll talk about what Kim's doing because she's connecting with people all over the world. Jesus just did this crazy thing with her. Um, once she said yes. And, but you guys, I'm telling you, this woman knows how to agree. (laughs) She knows how to agree and get the manifestation of heaven on earth. And she is training at people all over the world and will continue to train people all over the world, how to step into Christ, agree with what belongs to them and see it happen. And so Kim is somebody you want on your team. You're going to see in the comments there, how to connect with her warrior one group, definitely get in there. You're going to meet people from all over the world in that group. And you're going to learn to pray with power. So I just was thinking about that, Kim, when you were talking, I was like, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit, for bringing that up because she's a powerful prayer warrior. And thank God, thank God that she said yes, you know, because answered prayers are going to be a result of her. Yes. For people literally that, how would you even know you would even know this? A lot of the people that God's connected you with, Kim, you know, 
So it is crazy that that's what you brought up, Shalise, because I mean, I haven't even shared this like in our group, in our coaching group, but yeah. the past two weeks, I've been trying to spend just a little bit of time. Like he put the book title in my mind, just say yes. And so I started writing that like a week okay. ago. I mean, I haven't gone like crazy okay. on it because okay. it keeps giving me we'll, all these. We'll, we'll talk but, about that. <laughs> I know that that is like, it's a, it's just give your yes. Yeah. Just say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Power and, in the yes. Yeah. And there's also a piece of that, Kim, that will be one or many chapters in that book that is going to be talking about yes as agreement. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's going to be a whole section in there about agreement. And I'm excited about, because what's going to happen with that book? See, I can't even help it. I talk to these girls and it's like, Argh! but what's going to happen with that book, Kim, is that you are going to get an entire, like you're going to have to have a, probably just an entire blog or an entire website that is, that is nothing but testimonies of people that read that book, they followed the principles, they said yes, they agreed, and this is the manifestation of it. And so I'm telling you, when I talk about this, this multiplied yes, this multiplied agreement, it is going to, it is, you just have, been, I'm so excited. So that is such a confirmation. Let's see how the Holy Spirit works, you guys. It's like, ah, next thing you know, we're letting Jesus build it. We're yeah. letting Jesus build it because there's no way you would know even to do that or, you know, that we would get on this call today and t- remember that. And so all of it is just so Holy Spirit. And so Kelsey, let's talk about your relationship with God and how it's changed because it's pretty awesome to watch every week, you know, your shares and your celebrations in the group. Okay. Um, yeah. So my story is a little different. You know, I didn't grow up in church, you know, God, Jesus praying was never really talked about. Um, it wasn't really until I met my husband, Martin, where um, I started to get more interested in the Bible only because Martin, you know, he grew up in church and who grew up, you know, reading the Bible. And, and he would share with me stories about David and Paul and Gideon and, and of course, Jesus. And, and of course, I I knew who Jesus was and who God was, but, you know, they lived up there and I lived down here and, you know, I just all these rules and all these things I had to do. And I was just, I was just never going to be good enough to, I felt, I felt like I was never going to be good enough to really have a relationship with God. I just didn't know how I fit in. So I really kind of a, just avoided that. I, I didn't really even know how to even start the relationship. I felt like there was too much to say sorry for, too much work. But again, Martin would just share these stories. And I, I really don't, I can't really explain my my motivation to get back into church other than it, it just must have been the Holy Spirit. Because I will never forget this desire to want to go to church and to learn more about these people that Martin was sharing with me. And we went to a couple churches and quickly settled on one here where we lived. And I, I would go to church and I, I would listen to the sermons. I would sing the worship songs, but I really felt like I was pretending because I didn't know who this person I was singing about was. I didn't know who Jesus was for me. I just didn't know who he was. And two years ago in the summer, I, it was, well, it was not almost two years ago. It was like 2019. I sat in church and I was just sick of pretending. And I just, I asked Jesus to come into my heart and I'll never forget it. Cause I, I felt him. Like I felt this tingling sensation and I didn't even know what I was doing. I didn't even know how to pray and ask him. I just wanted to know him. And and I just was like, if you want to know me, Jesus, I, I will know you too. And I want a relationship with you. And I felt him. And I just, I knew he was saying, yes, he did want a relationship with me. He wanted to know me. And I, I swear, like when they say like, you're on fire, that's how I felt. I was on fire. I wanted to just know and learn and experience more because no one was talking about the experience of the Holy Spirit, the experience of Jesus. No one was talking about that at church. So I just wanted more and more and more. And then that following September is when I spoke with you, Shalise, about the program. And then I went to the first summit in January and I had no idea what to expect. I didn't really even understand union. 
but it was the first time I saw Jesus and experienced the union and seeing my secret place with the father. And I just, it, you just want more. Like it, he just kind of becomes your obsession. your one and only. That's really how I describe it. I just, I wanted more. And it's just kind of evolved from there where um, I'm constantly getting breakthroughs on really who I am and who he calls me and um, still kind of wrapping my brain around the union. I, I believe it and I understand it. It's just, I just know there's still more growth and that's okay. I, I, I'm, I'm thankful for every day because honestly, every day it's, I learned something new about who I am, about who God has called me to be. And it, I, it's almost like I just can't wait to wake up because I, like even today, like look at what I'm doing today. Like look at this beautiful gift God has given me today. And so tomorrow is just gonna be something new. And the next day something new. It's like, I'm just expecting it. I'm expecting surprises. I'm expecting gifts. I'm expecting breakthroughs. Um, yeah. And the more I let go of Kelsey's expectations on how this is all supposed to look. And cause man, I, I definitely hit, realize I put some really high expectations on myself but it, as I slowly let those expectations go and just let Jesus do it because he he has and he does and he is oh, it's just so much fun it's so exciting like I can't wait to work with him I can't wait to hear the ideas he has and the memories he brings up and he just makes me sound so good. And, and the book he wrote with me, it sounds amazing. And the people he brings into my life, it's so good. It's so much better than Kelsey could ever do. And I'm, I'm just so thankful. I, I just, I feel like I'm really in a season of gratitude. I look at my life and I, it's so easy to say, why me? Cause I, I don't, I mean, I know now why I'm so special, but before I just was like, why me, God? Like, why me, you know? And I look at my past and why me? Why have you revealed the mystery of the cross and, and lifted the veil and, and revealed all the glory that lives in me? Like, why me, God? And it's just, it's just love and it's love. And I could, I could go on and on. It's, Mm -hmm. I mean, I know why he's using me and he knows Kelsey and he knows I'm going to share with everyone and he knows my personality and I'm going to, I'm, you know, he tells me I'm contagious and like on the calls, I have no problem sharing and getting excited and um, talking to anybody about the gospel. Like I, I talk about the gospel every day, Chalice. I'm constantly preaching over myself. Anyone I can tell I'm like, they have to know, they've got to know that this is good news. It's so much better it's so much more good I don't know what the word is it's, but it's it's so good it's just good and good and good and good yeah <laughs> and it just gets better and better yeah. yeah so that's where I'm at I'm I I love me and, and before this I um I was really feeling like I was settling Selling for a life that I really didn't want, but I didn't know how to get out of. I always wanted to own my own school, but how could Kelsey do that? You know, I, I wasn't, she's not smart enough. I don't have the money, the time. How can I build my own school? It's just never going to happen. And, and I just was resentful and bitter. I didn't like the person I was becoming. I was really quick to get angry and um, just not happy, but, but feeling stuck, really feeling stuck. And I'm was 32. And I was like, is this it? I guess this is just the rest of my life. I'm going to be stuck doing what I'm doing. And I can't go anywhere from here. And then Jesus came along and he offered me the world. <laughs> he told me all my dreams were his and that he's going to do all the work. And he believes in me. It's just the best feeling ever. Yeah. So, yeah. so good. 
Wow, you guys. I know. Wow. Wow, you guys. Seriously. I mean, if nobody watches this or I mean, I'm like, I need to go like, I don't know, get on my face and worship Jesus. Like I, it is so good to see Jesus live in you guys. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, so Kim, I want to talk, and Kelsey, I want to talk with you guys a little bit, because one of the reasons I selected both of you, I mean, obviously the Holy Spirit had me select you guys, like everything else around here, we just let him build it. But I thought like that was just brilliant, because he's brilliant. But, you know, I have watched both of you follow the Holy Spirit, and let go of your own to-do lists and your own expectations, like you said, Kelsey, Mm -hmm. and your own agendas and your own safety nets (laughs) and your own um, thoughts even about who you are and what you're here to do. And I want to start with your story, Kim, because it is just, I mean, you are the example in my mind um, for people who, if you'll just get out of the way (laughs) and trust the Lord and let go of like everything, really. I mean, I've watched you just come out of like, I, I, and I'm, you're going to tell the story, so I don't want to spoil it, but I just remember when he was first asking you like to start to accept these friends from these people all over the world. And you were like, you know, Mr. Miss safety, you know, like, I don't know these people like, you know, like it was so uncomfortable. Like I've seen you do so many uncomfortable things. I've seen you speak up and go against the grain or, you know, just I've watched that. So tell folks so they can understand what I'm saying here. Like what happened after graduation? Cause you had a little bit of idea. Like you said, I'm telling you you're a transformation coach. Blah, blah, blah. I'm seeing some things. But let's talk about what happened and how this movement, which really you're leading a movement at this point. I mean, it's in the early stages compared to what it's going to be. But you said yes to a movement without even knowing that's what you were saying yes to. So let's talk about what started to happen in your life and what's what's happening now. Yeah. So it's interesting how Kelsey just talked about expectations. Mm-hmm. So I journal and that was something that um, Tiffany had encouraged me to do when I was deciding if I was going to say yes to emerge or not. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, well, what does God say? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. She's like, well, do you journal? And I did, I, I do journal. I mean, I did journal a little bit. I wrote like prayers and things like that, but she encouraged me to sit down and like, just surrender, like a hundred percent surrender, any expectation, a- anything that would be me and just say, okay, take over, take over the pen. What do you want me to do? And so I did. And so she really taught me to write, um, which was spoken over me before, but not like in a prophetic sense. Like I did wake up, I don't know, two or three years ago, maybe it was four years ago. And the Lord said, write, like start writing. And I was like, I don't write what, but anyway, so she taught me that. And that's a huge, 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 huge part of how I hear from the Lord. I mean, that's Every day I journal with him and ask him, what do you want me to do, Papa? Which is what you taught me also. And then he gives me things and I, I do my best to do those things. So, so yes, he kind of tricked me, I guess, <laughs> invited me into a movement that he's already created. And I don't know, I'm just the yes woman. Mm-hmm. So um, I had left graduation and it was funny because I, I don't, you probably remember I wore these boots. I don't know. I was all about appearance. And so I wore these boots and they were super, super uncomfortable. And you actually some yourself or somebody else spoke into that and how I was going to be in so many uncomfortable places, (laughs) get used to it. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well, all right. So, um, I had gone to bed literally like January 31st of 2019 or 2020. 2020 thinking, okay, I, I know who I serve. I know the problem I solve. Like I'm a transformation coach. All right, let's go. Let's do this thing. And I literally woke up February 1st to 10 contacts on my Facebook group. Or I didn't have a group on my Facebook You're to be my friend. People, people friending you on Facebook. Yeah. Random friends, 10 of them. And, um, they were not from our country. And I should backtrack. So I have a 14-year-old daughter. I have an 11-year-old daughter and I have a uh, 10-year-old son. And so one thing you teach them when they're doing social media is you don't just friend people you don't know, right? 
and my my 14 year old is super super outgoing very driven um very loyal dude she's gonna run like a sales company i already know it like that's just she's very knows what she wants goes for it um and so she has all these friends on Instagram. And I'm like, uh, do we know all these people? Like, like literally two days or three days before we had gone through her social media and you don't friend people you don't know. I mean, that was like my conversation with her. And so to wake up on February 1st, first off, totally geek that I finally know what kind of transformation coach I am and who I help get out of the way. <laughs> Cause he brought 10 people from Africa and India. Um, pastors, ministers, missionaries, nobody knew each other. And I was like, well, that's okay. That's weird. Like, uh, so I'm reading their names and researching them. And I'm like, oh yeah, this person seems okay. Not an ax murderer, you know, sure. Let's just say yes. And, but it took me a good hour to go through each of them. And I just did it. And I was like, okay, well, that was kind of weird. And I remember later on that night, I was kind of talking to my husband. I'm like, I had like 10 really weird friend requests today, but I said, yes. And okay, move on. And the next day there were 20. I thought, well, this is really odd. And again, Africa, India, Pakistan, nobody knows each other. Why me? Why do they like, why are they coming after me? And kind of God reminded me that maybe a year prior or so, um, one morning I was, I don't know, going to post something. And he told me to post scripture and I was in sales. I mean, I was in like this cutthroat crass, crazy, fast, busy sales job. And I thought, I don't know what my customers are going to think of that. I don't know what my friends are going to think of that, like post scripture. And I remember very, very distinctively he said to me, what if you're the only scripture they see? What if you're the only Jesus they see? What if you're the only word they get? What if you are the only touch point with me they get? And I was like, then I'll do it twice a day. And so I started that, like probably was, maybe it was two or three years ago. And so I would every morning post scripture. And at first it was so uncomfortable, but then it just became the norm. And so anyway, I thought, well, that's it. They found my scripture. That's why they're coming to me. They found my scripture. So there were 20 and I took my journal out and sat on the steps with the Holy Spirit and was like, you got to tell me what's going on. Like, this is kind of weird. And the Holy Spirit was like, just accept them. Don't even look into them. What does it matter? Who are you to decide? Just say yes. And I was like, okay, just say yes. So I said yes to 20 more people. And the next day I woke up and there were 40. And so literally went from 10 to 20 to 40 to 80 to 180 to days where I was like, oh my gosh, there's like 500. I can't, I can't even say yes to friends. And I couldn't, I couldn't say yes to friends fast enough. I and in that moment, I was like, okay, you really have to tell me what's going on. Cause this is wigging me out. This is freaking me out. Like, what do they want? And then I'm getting all these messages on messenger, like message after message after message. And then my phone is ringing and people are calling me on messenger. And I'm like, what is going on? This is so weird. All men, all men of color, all men of different country, um, some young, some old missionaries, pastors, ministers, like what I'm getting like, oh my gosh, my hands are going cold, numb, thinking about it and talking about it. It was like, what in the world is going on? And why my personal page? Like, I don't want them to see my friends. I don't want them to see my kids. I is this safe? And I kept going back to safety and the Lord kept saying, it's safe. You are going to sell me. <laughs> I was like, what sell you? What does that mean? Like, and he just kept talking to me about you sold health and wellness and people couldn't see it. And you made it tangible. You sold broadcast media and people couldn't see it. And they can't touch it, but you made it tangible. Now you're going to sell Christ, the love of Christ. You are going to take people who know me, know of me, but don't know me. And you are going to help me become real to them. I was like, okay. All right. So fast forward through the by the month of February, I had over 5,000 friends and you can only get to 5,000 and then you're done. And so I was like, and the whole time I'm like, can I make a group? Can I do this? Can I do that? And he's like, no, no, no. Friend them. And then I'm like, okay, now I'm friending them. Now what? He's like, really friend them. I'm like, what do I say to them? All these folks, all these beautiful people coming to me, asking me questions. And what do I say? 
you know, they want to be friends. What do I say? And so he just gave me the words. He's like, you're here to connect, to share the love of Christ. And I was like, I don't even know what the love of Christ is. Like, I don't even know what that means, but okay. I will tell people I'm here to connect and share the love of Christ. And I mean, I had like inappropriate things. I mean, super inappropriate things where I was like, no, no, no time out. I'm here to share the love of Christ. I'm like, do I block them? And the Lord's like, no. What if you're the only Jesus they see? And I'm like, okay, well, this is so uncomfortable. It's not even funny. You talked about being uncomfortable every single day is uncomfortable. And then there became a point where it was uncomfortable, which is crazy to think. And the phone is ringing. I mean, four in the morning, the phone is ringing. Two in the morning, the phone is ringing. Nine in the morning, the phone is ringing. And I was so scared. I was like, what? Why are they calling me? What do I, why? And finally the Holy Spirit was like, pick up the phone. I'm like, and do what? Pick up the phone and do what? And I've been in sales my whole life. I'm not afraid of the phone. I mean, I can remember being in sales meetings where the boss is like, use the phone, use the phone. I'm like, why wouldn't you use the phone? Obviously use the phone. If you don't use the phone, you don't connect. You got to use the phone. And so here I am like scared to death to use the phone, which is kind of funny, right? Oxymoron. And so Holy Spirit was like, pray with them. Like, about what? <laughs> so again, my background, part of my life was in media. A lot of it was in media, 15 years of it. And I worked in radio for a good portion of it. And so we had like, you know, one, eight, you know, thanks for calling YCD, Huck, what do you want to hear? And so I felt like this, like Kim Combs, Pearline, what do you want to, what can I pray for you for? I mean, it was so like radio script. It was so crazy, but, and then I'm just taking, taking names and numbers and not even numbers taken. I, well, I started the spreadsheet, of course, like any good salesperson would do. Right. And I couldn't keep up. I was like, Oh, I can't keep up with the sales sheet. And he's like, you don't need it. I'm like, I, I, okay. <laughs> or actually what he said to me was, I said, do I need this Excel sheet? And he's like, I don't know. Do you? I'm like, I don't know. Do I, how do I organize these people? And he's like, well, I guess if you need this expel Excel sheet, then do it. But that's on, that's you making that decision. And finally he made it. So, so I, I mean, I think I used it for like three days. <laughs> drove myself nuts, like up at four in the morning, trying to put people in this spreadsheet. Where are they from? What do they need? And, I don't know. Anyway, so it was just pray, pray with them, pray for them. And so then fast forward, now I'm praying with people all over the world. And my 14 year old's like, you're on the phone with people in India. You're on the phone with people in Pakistan. You're on the phone with people in Africa, like blows her mind. You know, here's my, my mother, and I mean, I will never forget, like we had all our volleyball team over, we'd finally gotten unquarantined and we're allowed to have people in your house. And so I had these volleyball girls over and I'm just, I didn't have a desk at this point. I'm in my kitchen, which I have this big, huge kitchen and it's like my workspace. And I am on the phone with a young man in Pakistan and all these girls come in behind me and they see me on the phone with this man in Pakistan and we're praying and my poor daughter, I can feel her tension. Like, what is my mother doing? And I'm thinking... I don't know, but I'm not stopping because this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So, um, yeah, fast forward 5,000 friends by the end of February, March 3rd, we finally got to start the group, Group Years Warriors in Christ. And I just knew it was about prayer. I mean, I think you said you're building a prayer force. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Prayer warriors. And I didn't grow up like prayer was not. Like for you to speak over me and said, I just knew there was power in this prayer for you. I was like, I had no idea, like <laughs> no idea. Now I see it and I still don't wrap my brain around it, but I do know, like he continually talks to me. Um, words are powerful. Your words matter. I mean, your words matter more than anything. And when we declare things, we take power over it. And um yeah. So the group is warriors in Christ. There's, there's, as I said, there's beautiful people in there from Africa and from India and from Pakistan and from the United States. And that was a whole nother thing. Like I thought, I said, why, why my personal page, my friends are going to think I have lost my mind. Like my friends, they're going to see Kim's mom got sick. Kim's mom died. She quit her job. Now her friends are all from foreign countries. What is she doing? Like, which is okay. Cause I'm not here to please man. I'm here to please God. So it's fine. 
-hmm. But I mean, I had, my cousin was like, what is going on in Facebook page? I'm like, I dude, if I tell you what's going on on my Facebook page, you're going to think you're going to put me in the crazy bin. You are going to think I've lost my mind. And she's like, well, just don't give any money. <laughs> Which is funny because then fast forward and we are trying to fundraise, right? <laughs> I mean, I almost quit my job years ago. I tried to get a job in fundraising because I thought I am so sick of making millions of dollars for corporations. I want to make millions of dollars for kids or the poor, or I don't know. I know how to sell things. Why not start selling things for good things? Not that my company was bad because it wasn't. So I'm not saying that, but I walked, I walked a fine line thinking, am I really doing a lot of good here? I mean, am I really doing what I should be doing? So anyway, yeah. Yeah. So worries and crisis really based on prayer. And I mean, he just reminded me of that this weekend again, like pick up the phone and pray. Yeah. and pray for them and pray yeah. with them and yeah. teach them how to pray, yeah. pray from a place of thanksgiving, pray from a place, a place of authority, pray from a place of it's already done because yeah. it is like, yeah. yeah. So yes. Pray so from a place of union, Kim. Absolutely. Where it's all finished. And I loved that you reminded me about this prayer force thing. Cause that see just little things like that. Like I, you know, part of the DMV role that I had is, it, it, and really just the prophetic, you know, the, the role of the prophet that I play is just that I get up there with her and I just see it. So we get up there together and we're like, oh, okay, well, let's strategize. What's next? Oh yeah. The prayer for, okay. You know? And so very excited even about this next chapter with the book, with yes, with all of it. It's, um, it's as big as we can say yes to Kim. Yeah. Because we have such a big God. Such a big God, such an incredible story. I love this story. So Kelsey, I want to move over to you because remember, we're talking about letting Jesus build it. And obviously Jesus can build it and he's building everything with warrior one. I want to talk about you. And I I, I almost asked this question earlier, but you know, you said, I'm so excited to get up and I'm learning every single day, all these things about who I am and what I'm called to do and da, da, da. And I, first of all, I want to say, who's teaching you? Jesus. Yeah. So when you're getting up in the morning, this is like the daily lesson, the daily bread from Jesus. But I want to talk about a particular revelation that you've had that I've seen you walk into since you got it. And it was this whole revelation about your to-do list, your daily to-do list, because you've got to build this acting school. I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to build the school. I got my assignment. I know my purpose. And then voila, Kelsey's to-do list and trying to get it all done. And I want to talk about that revelation specifically and how, since that revelation, how it's been happening and how you've been working and how you're like for your ebook, let's talk about that too. But it started, do you remember it started with this particular lesson that Jesus taught you because you were hearing him so clearly? Yes. So I, I'm a huge fan of lists. I, I make lists for me like every week. I'm just always adding stuff to it. And Basically, I mean, and I've had more revelations about this list as well. Shalise, really what Jesus has been teaching me is that I'm, I'm almost addicted to staying busy. Like I'm, it's like, I have to, I'm on to the next thing. I've got to have, I got to know what the next thing is. I always have to be doing something. And anyways, I was having this list and it was Kelsey's list. It was Kelsey trying to manage it. It was Kelsey trying to perform. You know, I'm a, I've always been a straight A student. Um, so, okay. So I have this assignment. I had to build this school. I'm going to, I'm going to get an A in this subject of knowing who Jesus is. I'm going to get an A in praying. Like I, I was just making this list and trying to, I guess, study and, and get an A in the class. So, so silly, but I, I was doing it and I didn't know any other way but to do it. And on a call with you, you had me kind of see this list and um, I could see Jesus like crumple the list and throw it in the trash. And then I saw myself go over to the trash and take the list out of the trash because I just didn't want to let go of that list. Because if I let go of it, well, then what do I do? What does Kelsey do? How do? I need to know what I need to do, you know, Jesus, so I can, so I can fulfill the school, right? So I, 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 so I can do it. And 
Jesus told me, start asking him what his to-do list is for the day. What does he want me to do for the day? And okay, that's, that sounded easy enough, right? Okay, I'll just ask you what to do. So the next day when I asked him what the to-do list was, he had one thing and it was to have fun. I was like, okay, okay, but <laughs> we have a lot to do here, Jesus. So, okay, but I have this to do. He's going to tell me, have fun. And then, but you know what that led to though was like, okay, well, how, how do I have fun? How does Kelsey have fun? I don't, I don't know how to have fun. That's, and it, it brought a lot of stuff up from my past where my parents, you know, we owned a business and it was like work, 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 and then you have fun. So I really learned that I, I really pushed play to like the back burner. It was, I have to get all the work done and then I can have fun. But if, but if I'm constantly feeling like there's all this work to do, when am I ever having fun? And so that, that was honestly his list for me for about the next four or five days. Have fun, have fun, go uh, dance with the kids. It was really hard because I wanted like things to do. And I still, I still try to add stuff into the list. And it reminds me of what you said, Kim, about the spreadsheet. Cause I asked him like, well, can I do this? And he's like, well, sure. But that's, that's you doing. We don't need to do that. Let's just have fun. Let's have fun. I was like, okay. Um, and it's, it's evolved now. Like he, he adds more to the list, but it's things that Kelsey would never add. Like, um, I mean, I have a list for today. He, um, He's been telling me to arise and shine. And I looked up in the Bible and it's Isaiah 60. And I encourage you all to read it because it's such a wonderful promise. I, I listened to that twice today in two different versions. And I could probably listen to it again and again because, oh my goodness, what a beautiful promise. Oh, it's so good, you guys. So, and then tomorrow he's going to have me meditate on. Hold on real quick. Oh. I, have to, I have to give you another piece of this. See, this is okay. what we do. We do it like this, y'all. Go ahead, Kim. Okay, so Kelsey, about a week and a half ago, <laughs> one of the gentlemen in Pakistan was pushing me. And I mean this nicely, but he was like, we need to launch this business. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And he's like, I need the name for the business. Guess what the name was? Rise and shine. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, this what's so awesome, you guys. At the end of my emails, you know. Oh my gosh. My little signature line is always rise and shine. Now's your time. But this scripture is going to blow your mind because if you really want to arise and shine, you got to have the context of Philippians 4:1 in the Passion Translation. And I'm going to read it to you guys. Here's what it says. It says, my dear and precious friends, this is all of you guys here in the group and my, my tribe here, my dear and precious friends, it's all your friends, Kim, from around the world, my dear and precious friends whom I deeply love, you have become, you guys really are this to me, my glorious joy and crown of reward. But here's the beautiful part. Now arise in the fullness of your union with our Lord. Now arise. That is a prophetic declaration over y'all, over everyone that's listening in this group, over everyone that God is joining to this tribe, over everyone that we are collectively going to be speaking with, talking with, ministering to, praying with, coaching. We are part of that, saying and declaring, arise, 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 bride, in the fullness of your union with our Lord. So that is such a, hey, that is such a declaration, such a yes now word from Kim's friend uh, who's launching from your word from Jesus on your to-do list from, it's just such a connective piece here. So I just had to stop there and spill my coffee. Um, Just piggyback on that. So Philippians 4.1 Passion Translation. Well, thank you. Yes. Um, yeah, so that's one of the to-do lists and, um, you know, one of the, the goals for the quarter is, um, he wants me to 
be a master of marketing. Mm. So he's been teaching me, like he wants me to draw out all of my, um, my, my student portal pages for me. So, I mean, yeah, just every day. I mean, here's kind of my list and he gives me new stuff every day and it's exciting. It's fun. It's, I, sometimes I'll compare the list that I've, I've written like last year or the year before, and it's just so much work. It's just, it's none of it sounds fun. It's all work. Mm -hmm. It's, it's work so that I, I guess, so I can feel my, I, yeah, I can feel my worth. That's what I hear God telling me. And now I, I already know my worth. Yeah. My worth yeah. is so much. It's, yeah. it's so yeah. big. And, yep. and so now this list is, it's just all fun stuff. Like it's, I want to, I just want to do it all right now, you know, and, but this is the week he's been giving me more of a, a weekly Mm -hmm. to-do lists and he'll yep. add stuff daily, but it's, mm -hmm. it's just in the moment. Well, who say add that to your list? I'm like, okay, yes. You know? Yeah. And it's just exciting now. And yeah, you got your list back, but with the right relationship to the list, that it's his list and that he's doing the work through you. Yes. And Kelsey, real quick, talk about your book, because that was yeah. another one that that's like a tangible thing. So and what, why I'm bringing this up is because, you know, in Emerge, we're getting clear, we're experiencing our union, we're doing all the things. And in the graduate program, we are doing work. We're launching ministries or Jesus is launching ministries. <laughs> Jesus is launching ministries. Jesus is launching schools of acting and Jesus is doing these things in people's skin. You know, he's, he's the, Jesus and Kim is doing it. Jesus and Kelsey is doing it. And, um, you know, so there's work to do. I mean, there are books to write, there are groups to form, there are, you know, tasks to do, but it's a very different relationship. And so part of the, part of the learning is, you know, really working in union with God so that you're really being spirit led on all this. And he gets the glory for it when you do it this way. Um, but, you know, there are courses, there's things you go through. And so I remember Kelsey, this one was a big breakthrough for you too, is when it was time to like write your ebook right? And just let's talk about where you were with that and how that happened. Cause it was just phenomenal. Oh my goodness. So all along, I have known from January that of, of last year that I was going to have to write this ebook and I pushed it off and I pushed it off because I didn't want to write a book. I, I can't write a book. I mean, I can teach acting all day long, but how do I write a book? And I'm, I mean, I just pushed it on and on. And then, um, it was September, I believe around that and it was coming to that point of the focus course where we we had to have the, either the ebook or the assessment and so I knew it was coming but again I just dreaded it I Kelsey didn't want to do it because Kelsey I didn't think I could do it and the truth is I couldn't do it well this is a beautiful gift that Jesus gave me because that weekend without any idea of my own on a Thursday, my mom called me and said, Hey, um, I would love to take the kids this weekend and, and like all weekend long. And on top of that, my husband had like a guy's trip. So any moms out there that are married, my kids and my husband were to be gone all weekend long. I mean, it was like the best weekend of my life. Cause I was like, I'm out of the house to myself. It was amazing. And in that moment, I heard Jesus tell me like, we're writing the ebook this weekend. This was a gift for me. The whole house was empty. And so Saturday morning, my mom picked up the kids. My husband's gone. I look at the clock. It's like 12. And I'm like, okay, Jesus, just let me get some lunch and I'll, I'll write this book. Okay. 1230. I sit in my office. I'm like, okay. Um, one o'clock, Jesus, we'll write this at one o'clock. I just, let me just do some stuff because I was dreading it. I didn't want to do it. Finally, at like 12.50, I just start breaking down because I promised him I was going to start at one o'clock and it's in 10 minutes and I just start breaking down. I have this huge cry fest. I pour it all out. I can't do this. What if I fail? What if the book is terrible? What if nobody likes it? What if nobody downloads it? What if it all fails? What if I disappoint you? Oh my gosh, I just poured it all out. What if I can't do this? I don't think I'm capable. I'm not qualified. You've called the wrong person. I, I'm not an author. I don't even know what I'm doing. Like 30 minutes sobbing, pouring it out. And I, I just hear him tell me. Cause I said, I don't know if I believe, I don't think I believe it. 
And he said, you will believe. You will believe. So when you get stuck, just remind yourself, you will believe. So I said, okay. Oh, so I got to my computer. I started writing the first chapter and I, I was getting stuck and I just said, okay, Jesus, you said, I will believe. So show me, I, I will believe. And then this wonderful idea just popped in my head. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so good. Yes. I added it. I wrote that first chapter in an hour. It just poured out of me. And I'm telling you, it was so good. It was so good. <laughs> and then I was like, okay. And then he's like, let's keep going. Chapter two, the next hour wrote it. And I am like texting my husband. I just finished two chapters. I cannot believe this. And chapter three um, took another hour. But every time I, I stopped and I didn't know what to say, I just kept saying, okay, Jesus, I, I will believe. And, and I was believing because he had showed me over and over again. And by the third chapter, I finished it. And it was finished. He told me to go take a walk. Go take a walk now. And I was like, well, we've got, we've got like three more chapters. Let's, let's go. And he's like, no, go take a walk. I'm like, okay. So I went to take a walk. And then the idea for the next chapter like popped in, like how I was going to write it. So I pretty much like ran home. I was so excited. I wrote that chapter in like 45 minutes. And then he told me to go take a break. Go take a two-hour break. Go get some dinner. And then, um, cause he already knew what was happening. My, my bonus daughter, she was just getting off school and she called me if she can come over, hang out. And I was like, sure. And so we like visited for two hours and she had to go like right at the end of two hours. I was like, whoa, you're so good. God. And then she left and I'm on the cloud nine and I finished chapter five, like no big deal. And he writes the conclusion, but the, the conclusion. So I didn't want to call it conclusion. I was like, what else can we call it? you know, Jesus, like not the conclusion, like ending thoughts. And I was like, what is it? So I, I remember like, I was going to come over here and look at a book and like, how do they, how do they end it in a book? And then gave me the idea. He said, final thoughts. I was like, ah, oh, yes. Final thoughts. Oh, so good. And so I wrote it and I wrote it. I finished the ebook in one day, less than a day. I mean, less than eight hours. I wrote that entire ebook and I was just in full praise. The song came on, um, Thank You by Maverick City Music. And the song talks about how we're standing in the promise. And I was like, I am the promise. I am standing in the promise. The song says, you haven't seen nothing yet. It's just going to get better. And I was like, and you know what? I don't, I had never really heard that song. I didn't really think I liked it, but it was playing. I was like, okay, whatever. I was like, this is totally the song. And sorry, I'm just like reliving this moment. And I was so ecstatic. I was screaming and running around my house. I could not, I, I just was like, you're so good, Jesus. Like he wrote that book. It was so fun. And I dreaded it for months and months and months. And he must have just been laughing at me. Like you're being so ridiculous right now. Like you just sit down and I'm going to write this book and it's so good. I can't wait for all of you guys to read it. Cause it's so good. It's so good. I can't believe you wrote it, but I, but I do believe and I, I will believe and I am believing and I believe. Yes. Yes. So obviously you guys, you know why I picked Ken and Kelsey to come on here today and talk about letting Jesus build it. And I, I guess the, the final thing that I, I, I just kind of wanted to say as we wrap here is that I kind of want to go back to God is not a respecter of people. You know, I am, oh, it is when you relive it, when you think about what Jesus has done and where he's taken you. I mean, I could get so emotional. Mm-hmm. When I think about you know, where I started and what I have had to be healed from and the path that he has had me on and that I get to do this, that I get to encourage and just see people. I mean, it's not me. I don't, I don't know anything about the prayer force. I don't know anything about, you know, I didn't, this is just the Holy spirit, you know, and, and, 
if he, I just always think, and I don't mean this in a self-depreciating way, but you just, I mean, the level of brokenness that I started in you guys, like it was the alternative was like mental institutions. Like that's where I would be (laughs) without Jesus. That's literally where I would be. And, um, you know, to basically now have a company called Rethink that's all about the mind and, <laughs> you know, that actually kind of laughs at that. Like, it's like <laughs> mental institution, you know, <laughs> it's just so glorious. And all of us, all of our lives are meant to be that kind of a redemption and that kind of a reflection of what Jesus can do in with a human being that is willing to say yes, right, Kim? Yes, yes. So I don't know, Kim, why don't you pray? Why don't you pray for all of the folks that are listening and just whatever's on the Father's heart today to pray for you know, everyone that's gonna be watching this. And I, I do believe that God is gonna be drawing people to this that don't even, aren't even gonna know how they got there. And he probably has a plan on even what we're gonna do with this because there is so much <clears throat> that God's wanting to get to people because their yes is so strategic. Okay. Well, so Papa, I just say thank you. Oh, Daddy, I just, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. I thank you for Shalice. I thank you for Kelsey. I thank you for this beautiful tribe that you've put together. I thank you for just this tribe of yes sayers, because honestly, all of us say yes each and every day. So I release yeses to each and every person who will see this, hear this, share this. I just release yes. Let them say yes and amen, daddy, to your will, your way, your agenda. Move all the rest of it out of the way. Let us hear you so clear and see you so clear that we can't help but say yes. Yes. So I just pray blessings. The way you showed me the other day, Daddy, that when we speak blessings, we release light and love. So I speak light and love over each and every person again who will see this, hear this, share this. (sighs) Just release that, Daddy. And I thank you. I thank you for today. I thank you for tomorrow. I thank you for the excitement that's to come. We just say yes. We say yes in Christ's beautiful, beautiful, precious, precious name. Let us all walk with Jesus. Yes. We say yes, 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 yes. And as you were praying, Kim, I just felt this prophetic word, hey, bubbling up in my heart. And I think this really ties in even with Kelsey's why and vision, but it's say yes. I hear the father saying, say yes to the desires of your heart. Say yes to the things that scare you because if they don't come to pass, the disappointment would feel unbearable. And say, yes, say yes, not to self-confidence and your ability to do it, but yes to believing that they are God breathed, that it is God's idea and that he is going to do it. He is the fulfiller of the desires of our hearts. He is the fulfiller of the dreams that he has placed in our hearts. I can't tell you how many times the Lord in my own process of learning to let Jesus build it has told me emerge was my idea. Focus, which is now Rethink You, Rethink University was my idea. I am building these programs because I'm building my people. You know, I'm build, I'm doing this. And so that dream you have in your heart that you may not even know the name of yet. You may not even know, you just know there's a call or you just know there's something more. The dream for something more. You know, that is the invitation that Kim prayed. And that is really the grace that's on her life in, in this yes. And this is really the testimony of these two beautiful, powerful women today. So we agree, we say yes with you, and we stand in in the space of seeing it done and 
walking with you and however the father would have you walk with us in this tribe. So check out uh, Kim's group, check out Kelsey's group. If you have uh, friends that are interested in what they're doing or want, you know, have a heart for missions, have a heart for uh, the nations, have a heart to just pray heaven down, <laughs> then join with Kim. If you have a, a dream in your heart to act, or you have friends that you know are um, called to, to Hollywood or called to do in, into the arts and entertainment mountain, connect them with Kelsey, you guys. And by all means, if you have, if you feel this, this, you know, dream or this heart that it's time to, to step into your purpose, schedule your breakthrough call with Tiffany with Kristen, our team, with myself, Kim already told you, there's things that you get on those breakthrough calls that regardless of what, where it ends up taking you, they're lifelong breakthroughs. So we love you. We believe in you. And if you guys have questions for Kim or Kelsey, you guys can always type in the comments and um, yeah, we just love you and we bless you. So happy Tuesday, everyone. And thanks you guys so much. What a glorious spirit filled time it's been. Love you. Thanks for listening to Shalise's podcast. This recording is, in part, made possible by our listeners. To partner with us, visit shalise.com, where you can donate and help us spread the good news of our unshakable union with Christ around the globe. You can also find a link there to download Shalise's book, The Path, for free. And if you're ready to discover the call of God on your life, and the purpose he created you for, then visit us at shalice.com and watch Shalice's free training where you'll hear five keys to hearing God about your life purpose and transitioning into it. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, don't forget, the world needs the Christ in you.